Hey family, what is going on? This is your guy, Jerry Thomas Jr. We are back again with a new episode of Transformed and Renewed. And this is pretty much a replay from last week because we did this same exact episode last week. And for some reason, my voice started getting dry. But I wanted to really do a full take because it just sounded horrible. And so I was like, I cannot let people listen to that because if you ever heard a lawnmower, if you ever heard cars driving by, it sounded like that. So I couldn't have that happen. And so we're back again. We're going to do this right. So if this is your first time checking out our channel, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Okay. Make sure you do that. And if you are returning, welcome again, family. I am so happy that you're joining us tonight. We're going to be talking about how I overcame a cold and the truth about dietary supplements. So again, this is your first time checking out our channel. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. So like I said last week, I was overcoming a cold and you could probably hear it in my voice. I still have some mucus going on, but <clears throat> I am a lot better, okay? Way better and drinking a lot of water and then taking care of myself a lot better working out because a cold is not going to stop me, family. So that's one thing I want you to realize. A cold shouldn't stop you from getting that work in. But some of the ways I actually overcame a cold, because at least for me, I don't know about you, but I just don't like to take a lot of drugs. But I, I do, I have looked at some healthier alternatives and I also wanted to ensure that, okay, if, I, if I'm not going to take traditional drugs or medicines that's on the market. Let me look at some alternatives because I have actually been studying some that are good for the immune system and they can even provide you with about the same, if not quicker recovery time if you had a cold, depending on if it's related to sinus, ingestion, or just sore throat. Depending on what the issue is, it could you could have a quicker recovery time. And so I found that to be in this case after the first day, which was Monday, had just a dry throat. And to be honest, it was just kind of one of those days where whatever I would have taken wouldn't have done a whole lot because at least in the past, it was it usually resolves after one day. It usually gets better. But the first day is just usually horrible. So I was like, you know what? Let me really do something differently. And one thing that I did late, I should have did earlier, which was drink a lot of water because that actually helps to reduce a lot of the mucus being developed in your body. Because if you ever had a lot of mucus build up in your nose, you start to sniffle or even you're blowing your nose or you're spitting a lot it can just become old very quick. And so I realized, hey, let me increase my water intake. And to be honest, that actually helped me. So the reason why I wanted to share that with you and some other tips is because I want you to understand that I don't just find this information and share it with you and say, oh, this seems like it could help. No, I was actually taking my own advice or just really going through it in terms of, okay, what actually works this time around? And I can tell you, these are some things that work for me. So just passing that along. Another thing that I did was drunk some tea. So I had 
uh, <clears throat> purchased some tea from this local vendor and had some in my cabinet. So I was like, hey, why don't I just boil some tea, add some honey, and even the core of a pineapple to it, along with some herbs and spices that would really help. And to be honest, it did help immediately, but it did taste good. So that was one thing I did that for probably about two days. I did the salt water gar gargle, and to be honest, it just made it worse. And so I was like, I'm not doing that too often because if you ever had any type of liquid that is hot and after you were done with that liquid, it could be hot water you can pour on the surface and it dries up. That's pretty what it did to my throat. It just dried it up, okay? Wasn't liking that. So I was like, you know what? Salt water gargle, it ain't for me. Now it could be for you, but it just didn't work for me that well. And so, like I said, so far drinking water, drinking tea actually worked for me. But also one thing that I should have done on the first day was actually work out. And in the past, whenever I felt a cold coming upon me, I would just really get into a mindset of, you know what, I'm just going to do a brutal workout, <clears throat> which means that I'm just pushing my body, working out like a full body workout, squats, push-ups, dumbbell curls, on the treadmill, or even doing just intense sit-ups. Of course, keeping my posture aligned in all of these positions, but it is just a workout that actually I feel great after I, I do it, but I actually did it not the first day, it was probably the second or the third day where I did a workout. I think I worked out twice last week. And I would say that actually helped because I was able to burn some sweat off and I was able to feel my my <clears throat> uh, nasal, my nostrils opened up. Okay, so the mucus that was giving me uh, a tough time, it started to clear up a little bit. Of course, I still have some developing, but again, it's not as bad as it was. Then another thing I did was decide to take one of these uh, cough drops, and on here called they call them a wrap drop, but it was actually a recola. And this is actually going to be what I'm talking about next, which is dietary supplements. But this was one that actually helped because this was probably one of their strongest cough drops because of the menthol. I want to get it right. Yes. And this was also made with a lot of herbs. And so at least for me, kind of checked off some boxes. I was like, you know what? At least it's on the better side. So I can I can deal with this. And so after taking probably about two I want to say probably four or five of these over the course of a couple of hours. I think I took like two a day and it actually helped because I could instantly feel the menthol getting down in that throat, getting that work in. That's what I like feeling that work activated. And so that actually helped a lot. And I haven't really had the need to take it because, again, my throat is a lot better. It's just a lot of mucus build up. But we're going to clear that up because we are going to get a workout in within, let's see what time it is. So we're going to get a workout in in about 12 hours. We're going to get an intense workout in. And that's going to pretty much get out of the, that mucus. So that's pretty much how I was able to overcome a cold and it from being so brutal because sometimes Colds can last days, even weeks for some people. 
but I realized, you know what, you are not going to take over my schedule. And so I don't know where you came from, but you're not staying here. And so that's pretty much the mindset that I have. But again, like I said, I took this Ricola and it is a cough drop and it does have drug effects on the back, which leads us to our next topic, which is the truth about dietary supplements. So one thing I do want you to know about dietary supplements when it comes to the meaning of it is any supplement that is intended to guess what, supplement your diet. And so this could be in the form of a pill, capsule, liquid, powder, tablet, etc. And you have different types of dietary supplements. You have multivitamins, you have multiminerals, you have multiminerals and multivitamins in the same product. You have botanicals, you have amino acids, herbs. There are a plethora of forms of dietary supplements that you can actually get that are intended to, again, supplement your diet with nutrients that you wouldn't typically receive on a daily basis. So if you were to think about this, most people in other third world countries where the food supply may be scarce, and I'm not saying every third world country, but you do have parts in certain countries that may not receive the same food supply or the same supply of foods that are rich in nutrients. And so the idea of having a dietary supplement seems like it would be a better alternative. But again, most times when people typically think of dietary supplements, they think of this as replacing my diet, which is far from the truth because in actuality, dietary supplements are to be supplemented. Okay, that's why they call dietary supplements. Okay, see, that's one thing I want you to be aware of. And that is one truth is because if you ever have heard that, oh, I should use this to replace it, not quite what it means. Pretty much it is supplementing, which means that you should get whole foods because at the same time, there are some things that with a dietary supplement, you just will not receive from a dietary supplement. And we are going to get into that. But one thing I did want to do is I wanted to share this information with you because I, again, always believe in seeing is believing for some people. So if you, let's see, let's see, here we go. Right. So let's see how we are doing that okay <clears throat> so let's see all right anyway so this is on the fda's website the fda's website and this is of course like a one-on-one about dietary supplements and the reason why i like to show you this information is one i want you to actually see the information itself sometimes don't know how you feel about different government organizations sharing information we know that there are secrets when it comes to the government but I will say with topics like this, they typically will provide you with some a level of truth. OK, now what I'm going to show you is, again, it's a level of truth, but I'm also going to talk you talk to you about talk to you about kind of some of the things you may assume. But 
you have to put on certain, I guess, lenses in order to really dissect this information. But we're going to do that together. Another reason why I share this with you is because, as you can see here, this content is current as of this was June second, twenty twenty-two. This can update at any time. So, anytime some truthful information can be here, but then they may say, you know what, we don't want to share that with the public. We want to change up some information. So at least this way, as of this recording, you can actually see what this information looks like. Okay. So again, when it comes to dietary supplements, these are going to be, again, in the form of vitamins, minerals, botanicals, amino acids, etc. And again, they are used to supplement your body with nutrients that you may not typically receive from your normal diet. Okay. And so this also goes into the benefit of dietary supplements. And I did have some props that I will share with you shortly about some of the claims on a lot of these dietary supplements, but you should also be aware that not every claim is actually true because there is some facts behind it. But as you see here with dietary supplements, kept strong bones, muscles, etc. And I'm not saying that all dietary supplements don't provide some type of benefit. They do, but just like the benefits you see here, there are risks. Okay. And this is probably more overlooked than the benefits. Okay. Because what a lot of people don't realize is when you think about the dietary supplement industry, it is over 90 billion. And I got that number from a study that I, or actually a, a book, but it's also a article that talks about the dietary supplement being over 90 billion. This was probably back in 2020. So you can imagine 2023, that number is likely at 95, if not over 100 billion in terms of revenue from the dietary supplement industry. Okay. So when we look here, of course, you can see what are some of the problems that occur. Of course, combining supplements, mixing medicines, taking too much of the supplements, which comes back to combining supplements because you could combine two supplements or tablets and it says take one, but you end up taking two. Sometimes people think, oh, I can get an excess dose of vitamin A. That means that it's good. Actually, that is far from the truth because when you really think about it, taking more of a particular vitamin or mineral can also pose some toxicity that you may not really care for. And this can also cause health issues with different organs and even affect your physiological makeup. Okay. So these are just some things that I want you to be aware of when you are considering dietary supplements is really understand, do I really need to take these supplements? And then also understanding, and this is where we are getting into some of the reading in between the lines. So the FDA's roles, and this pretty much helps to resolve a lot because some people wonder, what does the FDA really do in this situation? And so as you can see here, let's see. It says, trying to go back up. Yes, this is it. It says the FDA does not have the authority to approve dietary supplements for safety and effectiveness or to approve their labeling before the supplements are sold to the public. 
Okay. And then it says, even though the FDA does not approve dietary supplements, they can introduce, let's see, some companies can introduce a dietary supplement to the market without notifying the FDA. Okay. So when you read in between the lines, that means that a company can pretty much introduce a product and it can meet that minimum requirement, even though that minimum requirement could, let's say you have a minimum requirement of 0.02% of potassium bromate. This is just an example, but a company could have used, let's say 0.01999% of potassium bromate. And let's say a person is required to take two servings or two tablets. So if they take that, then that means that that potassium bromate is pretty much double because if it's 0.0199, then that's roughly like 0.038 roughly or 39 roughly. And so there are just some things that a lot of people don't realize when it comes to the labeling and just how companies are able to get away with some of this information. Um, but again, this is pretty much available for you, FDA 101. And again, I did want to show you some props because I believe in props can be so helpful. So let's see if I can start this. Yes. All right. All right. So hopefully it's not too dark here. And let's see. If I can adjust this. All right. All right. <clears throat> so hopefully it's not too much light, but these are some props. As you can see, I have an equate here. This is a one day multivitamin. Okay. And so one of the things I want you to check out here is this shows dietary supplements. So usually on the front, it's going to show you something like this dietary supplement. Okay. And then we also have a magnesium. Okay. So usually again, like I said, it's going to show you supplement. In this case, it's at the bottom of the label. Okay. So most brands or companies, if you are in the section where it's like dietary supplements, personal care, they will have this on the front of the label. Okay. And then on the back, they will show you supplement facts, or it could be a nutrition facts. Nutrition facts is usually if it is intended to provide you with macronutrients, so like carbs, fat, protein, etc. Okay. Um, an example of this is like this Sambucus elderberry, the zinc lo uh, lozenges. And on the back, you have the supplement facts information. But this also shows you some nutrition information like calories, total carb, carbohydrate, and then the vitamin C. And that's because it exceeds a certain number of grams. And so they're required to put this information on the back. But what I want to show you exactly is a person may say, you know what, I'm just going to pop or I think pop may be too harsh for word, but I'm just going to take, okay, a dietary supplement. Okay. So as you see on the front, it shows you some of the claims. However, you can see on this side, because like I always say, there's going to be a label that shows you this, these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Okay. 
So, of course, this has a lot on it. And if you were to go to any type of grocery store, they would typically have dietary supplements, mineral supplements, multivitamins that you can pretty much just browse through. And you would be surprised by some of the things that you see on the labels. But as we look here, you can pretty much see that it contains a lot of your fat soluble vitamins or most of them, A, D, E and K. And then your vitamin C, B vitamins riboflavin, thymine, et cetera. Now, of course, on this ingredients list, you see pretty much a lot, okay? Most people don't even know what a lot of this is. But one thing I want you to pay attention to is the FDNC yellow number six lake. But if you're wondering what does FDNC stands for, it stands for the Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act, okay? So this goes back to the FDA. And so, you're wondering, what is a lake doing in this dietary supplement? Well, when you think about it, a lake is a synthetic color, okay? Anything that is like a color, it doesn't have any use, no nutritional value, none whatsoever. And so you may wonder, why is it actually in this product? Well, for color, for appeal, okay? <laughs> that is pretty much it. And you may wonder, okay, why is it here? Well... I also want you to think about this. Why is it in Skittles, M&M's, other food products like your breakfast cereals, which are just pretty much horrible, but the bulk of them traditional because it contains just so much junk and pretty much they supply with vitamins and minerals because it didn't contain anything prior to a lot of people who had just claims about like this cereal is just harsh and so a lot of companies pretty much added vitamins just like you have here and so again when you look at like different dietary supplements it's important to really understand okay what is in a lot of these because again you have another color which is fdnc blue number two lake and then you have another one that is just present okay and so while you may say oh okay this is good. Let's look at this BHT. Now we know that BHT has been in the press historically for just some things related to health issues, um, even cancer. And so again, when it comes to dietary supplement and some people would say, well, Jay, why are you being so harsh when it comes to dietary supplement? I don't think I am being harsh. I'm just showing you the information because at the end of the day, I can't tell you what to take. But I do know that when it comes down to what you may take typically and how it can interact with your gut microbiome and your neurotransmitters in your brain, that can start to get into a whole different topic, you know, where you may start to develop health issues because of what you take here. Okay. And so for me, like I said, I always like to you know, focus on whole foods because while these can provide you, for example, person may say, I need magnesium. And if your doctor says you're not getting enough, then hey, that is something that I wouldn't want you to avoid, especially if you're not getting enough magnesium, but it should not be a replacement to actual food, okay? And even with this, if you look on the back, it does show you some of the ingredients. Now, this is not as busy as the previous one, which is a dietary supplement, but you still want to be aware of, okay, do I have any issues with any of these 
ingredients, as well as understanding, okay, if I take this, are these ingredients going to interfere with any of my uh, genomic processes or my cellular processes in my body? And that's something that I want you to really think about, okay? Because at the end of the day, a doctor will not typically go over with you about what is going to be good when it comes to what you ingest in your body. They're pretty much going to wonder, okay, do you have any issues? I don't see anything. But only you, when you start to feel different things, don't feel right, only you can tell what's going on. And so, so that's pretty much what I wanted to share with you. I had another article that I want to share with you, but I feel like this was sufficient to at least get you thinking about this. And, well, I think I will share it. So let me see. So I'm going to breeze through this one. And let's see. Window. Yes. Okay, cool. <clears throat> so I'm going to breeze through this one. And it won't take me long. But again, I just wanted to show you an article that I typically read. And again, I like to read through a lot of articles because I want to give you this information that I believe can be a game changer. So again, this kind of just goes through the basics of the digest. So from what I share with you and what I have highlighted here is pretty much what I've been echoing to you is that, you know, well-balanced diet is pretty much sufficient to avoid diseases. And so when you think about dietary supplements, again, they're not totally bad because if you are getting the fruits, vegetables, whole grains in, but you are still missing out on some essential vitamins and minerals, then I think using that for a certain time, short term, can be beneficial because I always think that it's good. Okay, for example, with the magnesium, if we're not getting enough of that, let's look at exploring some food sources that you can include in your diet to get more of that magnesium. Understand, okay, how many servings of this food should I get that would put me at the adequate level, okay? So it's kind of things like that, that as you start to go through your diet and even age, and you may come across some of these issues or not, you may be totally fine. But if you do come across some of these issues, it is good to understand how you can overcome them. Okay. And so actually, I just kind of wanted to go through this one to show you just some things that I highlighted that I thought would just be neat. And even here, it just kind of shows like a chart where I describe when it comes to your amino acids, your herbs, your minerals, and pretty much the typical claims that you may see from these on a lot of supplements, supplement products, okay? One thing I like, I think I mentioned is that as you increase your dose of the supplement, you're also increasing the toxicity of that dose, okay? So that's something to keep in mind. If you think, oh, I'm just taking this dietary supplement, you're also taking in a level of toxicity, okay? That is one thing, again, that is not evaluated, and that's one thing that I want to warn you against because had, if the government does its, quote-unquote, job at really regulating a lot of this, then it would make it easy for you to say, you know what, I feel very comfortable. But because it doesn't do that based on their statement that they don't pretty much regulate, 
this, then I have to come and share this information with you so that you don't just blindly take a supplement thinking that you are 100% safe when it could be the opposite. And so, like I said, it is important that when you are considering taking dietary supplement, you know, really asking your doctor about, should I really take this? Understanding what is really the need, the benefit, if you are lacking in certain areas, such as you have skin issues due to a lack of vitamins and minerals, then that could be a cause for taking a dietary supplement, especially if you are eating a healthy diet. And so these are just some questions for you to think about, okay? And again, I just wanted to share this with you. Um, even omega-3 fatty acids, um, a lot of these are you know, common for people to purchase. But again, if you are if you are embracing a diet that is pretty much healthy in fruits, vegetables, and I would say a plethora of fruits and vegetables, so not just focusing on pineapples, focusing on mangoes, but really focusing on pretty much the whole spectrum, okay? Berries, yes, nuts, whole grains, beans, wild rice, etc., potatoes, leafy greens, you want to just explore the whole range because that way you're actually getting a piece of everything. And this is also helping you build up, you know, a stronger microbiome, which is going to help with good bacteria. Okay. So just want to share the information with your family. Hope you enjoyed this segment. Again, if this is your first time checking us out, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Listen, we are coming out with some great stuff. And we are going to be sharing some wonderful announcements very soon. So again, like I've been saying over the past couple of weeks, make sure you stay tuned because once these announcements come out, you do not want to miss because they can actually bless you. Okay. And they will bless you. So make sure you stay tuned. And again, until next time, I will talk with you later, family. Enjoy. Enjoy.